Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM 2019 is brought to you by our Indiegogo producers, Richard Kreutz-Landry, Robert Anderson, The Drinking and Screaming Podcast, The Ostium Network, Damian Sidlow, Max Kasparek, Aaron Keon, Kyle Decker, Rocky Lee, Ryan Bolter, and Neon Green Tiger. A very special thank you to all of our Indiegogo supporters and to the IPM organizational team. And now, on to the episode. Hello, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello, hello. Very, very lovely to be speaking to you. <laughs> We've gotten over our technology challenges, hopefully. We have beaten <laughs> into submission. It's the bane of a voice actor's life, I must say. Technology can sometimes cause an extra hour or two of pain before the, the wonderful gain. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, very lovely to be talking to you from, a, as I say, a small chocolate box village in the middle of Buckinghamshire, just outside London, uh, where all, all the fun happens. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, Sarah, you are a voice actress on the, correct me if I mispronounce it, is it Mediva or Mediva? Mediva or Mad Diva, as some people like oh, to say, it. gently. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it stands for Modern Audio Drama Indie Voice Acting. I like my acronyms. And uh, essentially, yeah, it's it's a groovy podcast that uh, sets out various ways into to voice acting for audio drama uh, of an indie variety, I must say. <laughs> I love it. And that's what you're here to talk to me about is voice acting. So let's rewind by however long we need to rewind for. And why don't you tell me how you first got started in voice acting? Well, it was 60 years ago in the winter of discontent. Now, I I basically, uh, about five years ago, I, I, I decided to be more proactive about it. Something that I've been playing with for a very long time because I, I have a plethora of different accents I I can play with, like from Scotland down through Liverpool. Um, I do a bit of London as well. Don't don't like Devon throughout the British Isles, and also I've got a various uh, couple of uh, accents across the world. To be honest, as a couple of staple ones I use for my US accents, but they always need perfecting. They really do. So. I just wanted to jump in and talk to a friend of mine who was just starting out called Kareem Cromfley, who uh, the discerning audio uh, drama listener will almost certainly know from some wonderful shows like a Scottish podcast or What's the Frequency? And he'd just got his reel done. I thought, okay, what's that mean? What do I do? How do I do that? Uh, phoned up the chap who was responsible and basically he came up with some scripts for me to, to put into this reel. I kind of decided on a few things that I know would play to my strengths and and I still use that reel to try and get work today and so from that point I I hooked it around starting with places like mandy.com and star now and uh what was casting cool pro actually mandy is called now and uh (laughs) I, i just then started to pick up jobs here and there found the amazing uh what is now audio drama hub group but was the audio drama production podcast group on facebook and started to ping producers and uh say this this i do lots of different voices would you like a scottish one and um <laughs> and yeah they got got lots started to get lots of fantastic roles and i think now i've been in over a hundred different 
podcasts um and and that's a true figure which is astoundingly exciting and as a result of of just being brazen enough to uh say and and this is on the back of like i've heard their shows as well you know and i really liked what they were doing the style of stuff they were producing and uh so yeah essentially just when i'm i'm sarah hello uh can i be in your show <laughs> and 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 to begin with that's got me so many roles just being brave enough to to ping someone and think that you know what you've got to offer might possibly fit in and maybe they're looking to cast somebody who has either your versatility or type of voice uh so i would 100% say to anybody wanting to voice act go take some chances that's one of the first things to to embrace a bit of risk <laughs> <laughs> how do you or do you find that your approach to voice acting has changed over the years Wow, a great question. And I think uh, I, I still have the same vitality and excitement about it. So I think that has only blossomed and grown into more excitement. I still love an audition. I am ridiculously excited in an audition. And I really hope that none of my audition tapes ever get out into the world because some of the things I do are probably very embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I think essentially just my knowledge of of how to interact, I suppose, is, is, you know, got greater over the time of experience of doing things. Um, I would also suggest that for, for those folks that are new to it to, you know, get yourself a reel and get yourself connected out there and be proactive in the, in the, kind of realms on on all the different places i mean you know there's so many places to be now isn't there like slack and twitter and discord the 500 groups that are now on there uh, facebook <laughs> and twitter and tumblr and it's it's a mind-boggling place to to try and navigate but i think yeah just getting your, your presence out there so that people perhaps recognize what you're doing is is something i've 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 tried to nurture and develop i guess so now you have me curious, what is on a audition reel? Well, uh, <laughs> now, nowadays, what they're encouraging is like not just one. <laughs> I've got quite a range of different ones now. Um, so I guess that's one of the main differences from when I kicked off. Um, the generic reel that I have has got a range of things from commercials to a little bit of narration and that kind of style of reading and a little bit of character voice acting. Um, but now they like you to split all those down. And through discussions with wonderful people on my podcast and from previously, I was on the audio drama production podcast, which anyone creating audio drama should 100% look up. There are hundreds of episodes on there that can be utilized to create some wonderful audio drama. Um, and you, you need to have potentially accent reels as well, which are split right down to American, to British Isles and so on, um, to gangster types. And I don't know, you know, p people are looking for specific things. If they can browse your range and go, oh, they do gangster, I'll listen to those ones. Then, you know, they can potentially cast you more easily from that. So it's quite interesting how the uh, voice um, host sites, if you like, are now enabling more and more uh, access for people to put a lot more reels on. Um, 
But essentially, you, you would also need things like your gaming reel, your voice voice game reel for video games, um, because obviously there you go, you're action type man, and you've got your uh, you know scared person in space or in uh, peril in a jungle, or you know there, there's so many different types of voice to play with. So you've got your heroine types, your hero, your monster uh, characters as well to to all portray. Um, and I've done a couple of my beginning episodes on Mediva kind of go into detail with uh, various types of that. So so if you want more detailed information, do jump on and have a look there. <laughs> um, but yeah, and there's there's lots of people who are amazing who are making these. And I, I can highly recommend folks like um, Jack Bowman, who works from Wireless. He's now started up doing them. And uh, Zachary Fortescom, who produces The Orphans, which is a wonderful podcast. Uh, and the wireless data company themselves as well are worth contacting, as well as Kirsty Gilmore, who I interviewed uh, for a couple of my podcasts. Uh, and she's wonderful. She's award-winning for her, uh, award-winning nominated for her um, uh, reels that she's done. So lots of cool, cool people to do reels with. Go, go hunt them out. Find out what they can do for you. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about how the process goes for when you do get cast in a new um, audio fiction podcast, audio drama podcast. Is it that, you know, you like walk me through it. The first thing you do is you take the script, you read through, you record it, you submit it. Like, how does that look from a voice acting perspective? Well, it's not just one one kind of size fits all. There are quite a lot of different ways of doing things. So sometimes you will just get the script and the director or producer, who is probably the same person, says, uh, is a little bit perhaps of toing and froing either by email or a Skype chat as to the character, depending on how big your role is. And from there, you can just be left to get on with it. And essentially, uh, some people find this very weird. You, you, you can record each line three different ways. Uh, and then you'll submit that whole chunk of things to, uh, to your producer to, to find the best takes and fit it in with the other remote actors. Cause I, I'm principally a remote actor, but I love to go to the studio. So any, any chance anyone's got any studio parts <laughs> free. Um, but yeah, so there's that way. And then there's the way where we do record together, even connected, you know, across the world. So there's been various times where I've been connected across something called source connect now uh we've also done things on google hangouts um sometimes it's been just a table read where we are all together and just rehearsing and then we're left to get on with it as i said before about doing three lines and so on sometimes it's a live record and you record like we are now we're just recording your own kind of part on your own uh, terms on your own side uh, to get the clearest recording possible um, and sometimes it's a question of um, having the producer actually in your ear when you're on your own and you going through the lines and doing it and they're kind of you know like that that miracle person telling you how to make things better as you as you go along so so yeah there's lots of fun ways of working and the one thing I was not prepared for is time zones (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness yes so basically the working out you know the time difference between someone in South Korea uh, EST in California um, Norway Sweden and uh, parts of the British Isles has been 
amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, taking into account BST and summertime and so on, it just becomes crazy difficult. So, yeah, that's one thing to look out for, voice actors. Just check you've got the right time because <laughs> that can cause problems. Um, so, yeah, and, and that, so there's been time where I've been up at four o'clock in the morning because that was America's 11 o'clock at night, you know. So um, it's been quite an interesting journey in that respect. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so how do you stay consistent with a character voice from one episode to the next especially when sometimes recording scripts might have several weeks between them well yeah not even weeks years i i recorded something recently and the part that i uh did last for this particular role was um uh, july of last year um so yeah it's just a question of you must archive everything i i just listen back to previous things i've recorded and and all the episode part you know that did come out and just to remind myself of the lilts and and the uh tone to start off on and the the kind of timbre of the speed and the pace of things so yeah no it is really key to to have records of what you do because exactly that um and sometimes you're asked to do pickups way after you know the, the the thing has happened there's something i've done about two years ago now and i think it's just about to spring into action and i'm certain i'm going to get asked for maybe a couple of pickups to to make things as smooth as possible for the producer so yeah archive 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 <laughs> <laughs> what do you think is the most challenging part of voice acting Ooh, oh goodness the, <laughs> there's so many aspects to that I think to me it is because you're doing mostly remote acting making sure that you're giving the producer enough flow in the conversation um, because obviously natural conversation has the ums and ahs and aha uh -huh, yeah mm, kind of things you know just prevailing underneath what's happening and so sometimes I find the best audio dramas are the ones where voice actors are giving those little tiny reaction sounds in and around and under what the other people are saying rather than just you do your line and that's it you know so for me voice actors I feel need to get better at doing all those reaction sounds uh, and I found this more I've been starting producing my own things I've got Madcap which is a short season of dystopian fiction coming out and I've been editing those and and that's what I've been noticing most is the actors you absolutely adore are the ones who do give you those extra moments of, of sound that you know is not discussion or discourse it's it's just the the agreements and other things that humans make <laughs> down to burps i suppose as well <laughs> right almost certain things that you would think to uh like cut from um a typical podcast so like when i edit an interview i'll remove the ums and the ahs and the mm, hmm sort of sounds because they're not necessary in yeah. the kind of show that I edit. Yeah. Yeah. And me undercutting you with those yet and yet and yet, you know, all those things that are natural that a person would do, I think are missing from some audio dramas for me to make it that kind of realistic conversation style, you know? And so, so that's when, you know, the studio side of things, you get that rapport, you get that also potential connectivity with those little facial movements that you 
interpret so so quickly you know like if someone's about to tell a joke or someone disagree with something or or be cross with you 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 would get that facial movement as well from those actors that you can see over the microphone in the studio that you're imagining as a remote actor so I imagine the scene I'm in so if I'm playing a southern bell in a in a hick town about to have a massive fight with a car door then <laughs> I am I am imagining all of that and the barn I'm in and having a big fight with shoe horses that's an episode of um, Winnebago Warrior by the way you should check that one out <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's about you know it is immersing yourself in the reality of that moment and just trying to embody that character as much, best you can uh, in in your own space and currently I I have a a microphone with a foam surround sa- uh, kind of stand I have a three corner um uh, what's it called Tr- well trifold screen behind me with my duvet and my my jaws blanket thrown over the top for extra uh, <laughs> extra soundproofing acoustic treatment i guess uh so yeah so i you know i'm not in all these glamorous and crazy wonderful places but uh you have to employ that imagination i feel to to really enjoy yourself just let it go and then have fun that's what it's about that's what it's about it's the best job in the world because it is so fun today i've just got compliments on on playing a queer old lady a um a kick-ass uh captain and a um a, what is she like a, a a sinister lady i suppose and they're very different types and that's why i love it you know from one day to the next you can be playing oh so many deliciously written characters <laughs> Well, you've just asked, you've just answered my other question, which is what's your favorite thing about voice acting, I feel, is the fun and the versatility. Tell me more. Truly. Well, I I just absolutely love it, you know, and I think you you kind of are trying to get into the mindsets of these various different uh, people who've got these lovely histories trying to eke out from the script as much as you can about their you know intent and attitude and emotional and each of them has these wonderful arcs and some are powerful and I love playing the powerful types so there's a few I've done of that in um in the orphans I play Minister Orsham who's not very nice and <laughs> similarly in Starship Iris the character I played there with General was was quite horrid but I I think I'm quite a nice person but I I seem to to start getting some more sinister roles, um, which are the most fun, to be honest. I think they're the most delicious ones. But comedy, we're missing comedy, so people need to write more fun comedy because they're also the ones to get into. I think my favourite character being Drunk Hill and Scott to be really, uh, who who basically spends not very much time at all uninebriated. Uh, so she's wonderful to play. Uh, <laughs> if you love a Scottish accent, listen to a Scottish podcast it's wonderful fun and very naughty rude as in language not as in sexually Um, (laughs) well not yet not this season anyway Uh, (laughs) um, but there are so many and that's what's exciting I think the diversity in nature of of all of the shows you know I'm an avid listener as well as an actor because I think how can you not be an actor and not want to learn from other people being fantastic you know so so yeah I do try and listen to as much as I can and think what is it I like about what these people are doing right now and it's not just the the sound of their voices but yeah it's what they're doing and I often if I'm really enjoying something I won't think about the 
the craft of it, if that makes sense. But if uh, I'm thinking that it's something that I would do differently, I, I kind of almost say lines along with, <laughs> with <laughs> what's happening, how I might say them, which sounds very odd. But um, that's not all the time. But yeah, when I'm in certain realms, it's just something I think about to try and uh, yeah improve my own craft, you know, because I think that's hugely key to also you know being an actor because you do want to get better you're only as good as your last role I think is one of the sayings <laughs> so yeah lots to enjoy how can new folks to the industry interested in voice acting get involved in in voice acting or do you have any uh like key tips for somebody who does want to break into the voice acting and uh, podcasting industries in that sense 100% yeah I mean I think the first thing is just do stuff where you are get involved in any acting you can in your vicinity whether it be community theatre or even just getting hold of your favourite plays and recording those with either just yourself or some friends and just be proactive about acting um, I'm sure like I've done recently a couple of sketch writing and improvisation courses I direct local theatre as well to try and hone my understanding of, of making groovy stuff so yeah first thing is get doing get get uh, get involved in as much as you can um, I think the main thing as well is uh, listen to medieval podcast obviously got to say that it's a good it's a good starter for information I am a bit rambly but once you get past that it's quite interesting and informative <laughs> um, and the people on it are people I admire and absolutely you know w kind of bow to at their excellence at what they do I've had some amazing guests on uh, this season is about to air with folks like Tom Crowley and Leila Khatib of Victoriosity and Sarah Ray Werner and um, Julia Morizawa so there's lots of wonderful people who come on to talk about the craft as well which I think is, is key to learning where they started and what they did too um, um, but yeah, get your reels done. Look for folks, not necessarily in America or Australia or wherever you are listening to this. Um, <laughs> lots of places now are able to record your reel remotely. Um, so if you've got a decent enough kit, then doing your reel in, in a UK, for example, is a lot more... <laughs> Well, it's a lot cheaper than doing it in America, from what I've gathered from uh, here. You're looking at around £300 or so to get your reels done over a day. Uh, in America, from what I gather, it could be up to around £1,500, which I don't know what that is in dollars, but it's a lot more money. <laughs> um, so, yeah, get your reels done and then put it in various places get um account on mandy.com we don't have to pay for it and get your get your uh, your reels up on there and start your cv uh, so you've got a place to to go back and forth from if you're not somebody who's tech savvy and can make your own um website um because I, I i highly recommend that just get you know 10 credits under your belt and then start a website and see if you can you know build that up with uh, sections that are your reels, things that you've done. And, and then as I say, just get proactive and look out for auditions on places like I started up at audio auditions on uh, Twitter as a place to find things. So have a look up for that. Uh, there's lots of places on Facebook. There's voice acting alliance and, um, the voice acting, uh, club. There's, 
Um, there's quite a lot of different things as well that are kind of standalone casting sites. I've mentioned Mandy. There's Casting Call Club who also do, um, you know, video games and animation and all sorts. There's the Voice Acting Club who've got some really cool things on there. Um, the uh, Behind the Voice Actors and Backstage also do some wonderful casting sometimes. So, yeah, I'd say get your stuff real done get your reel on those places and then listen to things, find a producer or two you like, ping them a message with your reel saying, do you need me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I'd also say I've subscribed. I've um, started a newsletter with the podcast host.com and that's a fiction podcast newsletter. And on there I put auditions as well. Uh, so that's worth subscribing to on uh yeah, on the podcast host. Um, and then, yeah, join at Yap Audio as well. I run that Twitter account. <laughs> and that I try to tweet out any other auditions that people um, uh, put up. Um, yeah, because there's even like hashtags like casting call or audio yes. drama call or, you know, there's yes. so many different Twitter uh, Twitter hashtags where you can find the information of. So I I have a very, a very... N- I'm not a voice actor, (laughs) I guess is the preface to this question, because I want you to explain to me, why can't you do a reel in your own little home and kit and section and have it cost zero dollars? Like, tell me about a reel. You really could try, but what you're paying for with that expertise is the layering of music, the layering of effects. Uh, they will direct you and, you know, hone the pieces that you or they have chosen together. Um, and there are people who have potentially put these reels to places that, you know, have, have got results. So they know what they're doing. So I, I would personally pay someone who knows what they're doing and, uh, also with with paying them they will have places that they will be able to put your reels as well which might have some clout uh, I've got a an episode with Mark Grau coming out in a, a couple of weeks and he spoke about you know if you do your reels with him then you know you get a, a real good uh, kind of shout out in various other places where people are perhaps more likely to see you so so doing with somebody who's got a bit of clout gives you a little bit more of a lift rather than if you do it yourself. Yes, of course, if you feel editorially competent enough, you can try. But I think people, I don't know, it, it it's a tricky thing. I'm sure if you felt like you could, go for it. <laughs> Have a listen. I mean, listen, to jump on, uh, just put on any uh, podcast search engine, uh, voice acting agency, and look up all the voice actors on there and the different style of reels because you know you are competing with hundreds of thousands of people Uh, (laughs) i have an agent and they squawk voices if you want to look them up are wonderful based in the uk my reels on there and um yeah just look at the vast range of things and think what is it that you can do that these folks aren't what kind of voices are you able to produce effortlessly that will give you those jobs and i i'm I must say as well, some people just have one specific voice, you know, that is them. Uh, they don't 
change it in any way. And so I'm on the other end of things where I love to change my voice. And I've been more frightened to actually <laughs> to actually do a character as my own voice, <laughs> which <laughs> has taken me quite a few years to to get over. Um, so yeah, and if you are that kind of person, then that's fine. Put that character in different scenarios, and you can still have a very decent reel, <laughs> indeed. So so yeah. But I, I would recommend getting it done by somebody, really, just so you've got the uh, the expertise. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great advice. Thank you for explaining it, because mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not a voice actor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to um, mention, give advice for to folks in the industry or any pieces that we didn't get to about voice acting that you really wanted to talk about? I I think just etiquette. Just make sure that when you're communicating with these other people who have probably, if they're a producer of indie audio drama, they're potentially doing a hundred jobs. You know, they are probably writing it, directing it, producing it, doing the music, sound, editing. A lot of them work that way. Even if you're lucky enough to get into a network where, you know, people are spread out in jobs. I think it's just really key to keep that polite attitude and to communicate as effectively as you can. And if you're not happy with something or if something doesn't seem quite right or you're not sure of something, just ask, just say, (laughs) Uh, because you can get yourself in knots otherwise about, you know, you're not quite sure how to, to proceed. And there are so many wonderful people honestly it's the most supportive group of folks I think you can have for a medium for the audio drama lot so hooray for you if you're one of them uh, <laughs> I, I, I haven't uh, you know come across many who who haven't thought wow you are outstanding and so yeah it's just a question of making sure that you you communicate properly and utilize the forums on the audio drama hub ask people in there and and beyond there are quite a few places to look now on the discord groups um, jump on and I can point you in the right direction of some of those uh, if you need to. But yeah, it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing to be doing. And if you if you know that you kind of want to do it, because it's that yearning. I felt that yearning. I know that thing where you want to just do it. You want to try and just just go and do it. Don't you know? There might be real life in the way you might have little children, big children, um, needy husbands and wives. <laughs> but, you know, you make time to do what you absolutely love because we only get one life, and I think it's worth putting as much fun into it as possible. <laughs> I love that. That's such a great note to wrap up on. So, Sarah, last thing: where can we find you online in your podcasts? What are the links and the pieces of information we need to know groovy well um you can find the podcast mediva on uh quirky voices presents dot buzzsprout dot com and there's a few other bits and bobs that i've been flinging out on there and my website is uh, quirky voices dot weebly dot com and i put uh, various links to things i do on there and all my voice acting is on sarah golding voice actor and more dot weebly dot com so yes lots of places to find lots of fun things um and yeah be grand to see you jump on twitter and say hello on that sarah of golding too if you like <laughs> 
I'll happily, happily answer any questions. I love voice acting. If people have anything they want to to ask specifically, feel free to ping me an email on quirkyvoices at gmail.com because, yeah, I just live to try and help people have as much fun as me. (laughs) Thank you so much, Sarah. This was fantastic. It was amazing having you on. And I'm so glad that the technology finally, finally, finally We won, eventually. (laughs) (laughs) The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is Morning Dew by Liquid and used under a Creative Commons license. The link is in the show notes. You can support International Podcast Month, buy a coffee or PayPal, and by retweeting, sharing, and talking about the event using the IPM 2019 hashtag. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and information on the event. International Podcast Month, celebrating creators, sharing listeners.